0: good morning welcome to another episode of the end time blog podcast i'm elizabeth prada and today i have compiled a page of links to critiques of Lori alexander the transformed wife twitter handle godly womanhood and i've written about her a few times this month and i hope to Um, leave off and mix in lots of other topics soon. But today um, we have links to myself and other people who have critiqued her ministry. I'd like to say at the start that the true transformation of a woman from a non-believer to a believer is the most beautiful miracle of our day and any day. The transformation of a justified woman into a Titus II woman, whether she's married or not married, whether she has children or no children, is also a beautiful thing. I want to start off here with beauty. I've seen that transformation in my own church. It's a a seven-and-a-half-year-old church plant that started with a demographic of youngsters, of high school college and graduate college age. These women have grown in the Lord. Some of whom are now married with children of their own and others who aren't are dedicated servers of the Lord in many other ways. I was overwhelmed by this beauty the other night and I wrote on our church group me, which is like a chat bulletin board dedicated to our own members quote, thinking on the joy of last night's fellowship and teaching from my age and vantage point looking back on you young ladies all uncertain married seven and a half years ago when the church began facing graduation or looking at the start of life along with this new church unsure where it would take you but the lord has grown you into a beautiful church garden our church is full of godly women, loving wives, patient moms. Your beauty is evident as Peter 1, 3 to 3, Peter 1, 1 Peter 3, 3 to 4 says. Your adornment must not be merely external, braiding the hair, wearing gold jewelry, putting on garments, but let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible quality of a lowly and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. I had written, the elder women or already married who have come alongside sharing wisdom, gifts, time, encouragement, have mixed in with the growing young shoots to where the Lord has produced a colorful garden of women of pure and reverent demeanor, which is a beautiful thing indeed. End of my quote of what I had written, overcome by the beauty of a quiet and female spirit. Now this month in June, 2023, I wrote a critique of Lori Alexander, the transformed wife, also known as godly womanhood. It seemed needed Many other women have warned of Lori's version of Christianity, that version of which is negative and legalistic and is not the biblical religion of the Bible. But I added my critique to the list and prayed it would have an impact. Now by impact, I mean that I prayed some women's eyes would hopefully be opened to the damaging and non-Christian things Lori teaches and that they'd go away from her ministry. And by the way, I also prayed for Lori's repentance, that the Lord would shower grace upon her. And I prayed, uh, I provided a list of good ministries for women to follow. So after interacting with Lori a few times in May and June, um, and I had read some of her recent statements, I wrote a few essays with her in mind uh, at the time, not specifically identifying her that were rebuttals to things she's taught. So I compiled those and put them on the page. I thought it might be helpful to have an accumulation of Laurie Alexander critiques in one place, and they don't contain just my things, but critiques from other women and men as well. I have my main article discerning Lori Alexander, the transformed wife of godly womanhood. And I discovered um, that after interactions with her and her husband, that though it's one of the tightest two mandated qualities, kindness is not in her vocabulary. She does not demonstrate kindness. And also I noticed that she is unteachable or it lacks humility. And so I wrote about the importance of women to engage in humble self examination in a critique called We all have a ministry. Sadly, Lori's version of biblical womanhood is so twisted that it's something both the feminists and even Muslims have latched on to, of course, for divergent reasons. The feminists point to her when decrying all of Christianity and the Muslims point to her as a stirring example of Islamic submission in wives. This is hyper patriarchy that Lori teaches, and it's not biblical and it's not a good example of how to live a godly womanly life. And I wrote about that, how, in my opinion, quote, hyper patriarchy gets born. And I also wrote about how Lori insists, Lori's insistence on not teaching anything except home economics from Titus two, which by the way, is a stance that even in that narrow view still is lacking several aspects of the nurse verse. She doesn't teach kindness or sensibility or reverence. And this has skewed her worldview to an extent that 2 Peter 3.16 warns about where the unstable twist to their destruction. And my critique was titled balance in our theology is important. Now, here's something I'd like you to watch out for if you read her stuff or even come across it accidentally, which it seems to be everywhere. Something that Lori Alexander, the transformed wife does, is make a statement that is her opinion. And it's so broad brush that it's actually an overgeneralization. Then she argues within her overgeneralization and never provides a source. She overgeneralizes so frequently that this has caused me to look into what overgeneralizing is. And it turns out, as I read several websites, it's a cognitive issue, it's a mental issue. And I encourage you to spot these when she makes these broad brush statements. I gave a couple examples on Twitter and included them on my um, here on my blog essay. First, the definition of overgeneralizing from a website called Be Well Counseling, quote, Overgeneralizing is a distorted way of thinking or a cognitive distortion, which results in wrong or misconstrued assumptions. Often it's described as making a broad assumption about something without much evidence or data to back up that assumption. End quote. And this perfectly describes much of Lori's material. Here's an example quote Laurie said most female bible teachers teach everything but biblical womanhood as god commands no that is not true and i it took me 5 minutes to compile a list of women's ministries who do teach biblical womanhood but teach it correctly here's another definition of overgeneralizing from A website, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy of Los Angeles, quote, overgeneralizing is a cognitive distortion, a distorted way of thinking that results in pretty significant wrong assumptions. Here's one, an example. Laurie said, quote, public schools were created so women could be in the workforce. No, this is not only wrong, it's easily provable to be wrong. And a second issue I see is that she misuses statistics or she doesn't understand statistics well enough or cherry picks them and presents flawed arguments in order to support her narrow points. Recently, she said, quote, 25% of women are on antidepressants then argued her point based on that misstatement. But in fact, the study where she got that number said that 25% of women over 60 are on the drug. Women 18 to 39, only 10% of them are on antidepressants. Lori had made an overgeneralization from the misstated statistics and then tied in the fact that the reason so many women are on antidepressants is because they don't submit to their husbands and they work outside the home. This is the broad brush assumption that, um, she issues from her cognitive distortion. In this one, she said, If someone asks how many kids they'd like, quote, it's giving in to the birth control mentality infecting the country. There's no possible way Lori knows the mentality of every person that asks the question of how many kids do you want in the entire country, and then she ties it to abortion. Big leaps, unwarranted and dangerous. Watch out for that. So others have critiqued her and I would encourage you to be careful if you search for critiques online. There's a lot of feminists who critique Lori because of her hyper patriarchy and in a feminist's view. This is what Christianity is and this is actually one of the reasons I've been spending a little time this June on Lori because she does not represent a well balanced thriving Christianity. And it puts a blot on Jesus's name. Debbie Lynn Kespert wrote, when the focus is so narrow, you lose sight. And she also wrote women teaching other women theology. This is a reaction to something Laurie had taught where women should not teach other women theology, but only the home economics verse in Titus two, which I had already said above. She doesn't even teach completely. Tim Challey, some years ago, reviewed Debbie Pearl's book, Created to be his helpmeet, and he reviewed Michael Pearl's book, How to Train Up a Child. And I included his reviews here because Laurie Alexander, the transformed wife, has said many times that it was Debbie's book that was the catalyst for her transformation. She's a transformed wife because of Debbie Pearl's advice. So she admires those two, Mr. and Mrs. Pearl, as spiritual leaders, and she identifies them as her formative mentors. She quotes them incessantly to this day. But Tim Challies, noted book reviewer, was a strong no on both books. He wrote uh, a review of created to be his helpmeet, and of Michael's book, How to Train Up a Child. He made a review into two parts entitled that, How Not to Train Up a Child. In this link, a woman named Array of Dawn, or her website is named Array of Dawn, has a blog titled The Transformed Wife is Dangerous and Wrong. And she put links and screenshots, which I appreciate. And I liked her point here. She said, quote, this is my main issue with Lori. She claims men should be leaders, but doesn't expect them to actually lead in areas of godliness. Rather, she insists women coddle their husbands regardless of how they behave, which is the opposite of what the Bible says. And that was one of my issues with Lori's teaching overall, parts that I read and looked at and researched, is she doesn't teach young women what to expect of a husband in the Bible. In this one, Gina at Where the Wild Bee Wings has a video series critiquing Lori Alexander, the transformed wife, her teachings. And she has some more videos on the Duggars, authored and the pearls. And I've quoted, um, linked them here on my blog essay. And this one, I cautioned by saying usually wikis like this are not balanced or fair. Um, it's called fundamentalist wiki and Lori Alexander is the bio of the fundamentalist wiki. You know, they this wiki highlights who they identify as fundamentalists and then give a biography or an overview of the person. But I think this one is fair and I like it because they include links and screenshots so you can check for yourself. And the page gives a good overall look at Lori's life and highlights the fact that she has made contradictory statements over the years some of her personal stories just don't match up. And in that same vein, this blog, which is called um, Things Godly Women Say, the title is The Other Side of Laurie Alexander, a response to the USA Today article, where Laurie has said over the years that um, consistency doesn't seem to be a strong point. It's what the, that blog essay highlights. It's a troubling quality to be inconsistent with things you say in a woman who has such a widespread influence and is a woman who teaches. So things that she says and things that she does ought to match up or previous statements should match up with current statements. Conclusion. I am grateful in reverse for Lori because... With my brief interaction with her and her material in this May and June, it has settled me into a conviction that I, and women who minister, need to be kind. Kindness is mandated in Titus 2, 3 to 5. Older women, it says, are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, nor enslaved much wine, teaching what is good, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, love their children, be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be dishonored. That's the key. The Lord is being dishonored with the transformed wife's ministry kindness is in short supply in real life and online especially kindness is a refreshing quality of course the other titus 2 qualities are refreshing too in my opinion Lori is unkind modeling exactly the thing that dishonors christ within the very verse she camps on for her reason of being so for that i'm grateful helping to distill that in me, seeing how ugly unkindness is. I can work on my own kindness and look for it and encourage it when I see it in others. I will add links as I come across them or if you find one and forward it to me, I'll add it to the compendium of this blog essay called All Laurie Alexander, the Transformed Wife links here in one place. So I thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the end time blog podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada wishing you a very good day.